Hey guys, I actually need to tell you that if you're not subscribed to my newsletters, they come out every Friday and they're called Friday Finds. This is information that only my subscribers get in their inbox. I share new food finds I don't share on Instagram. Food news, food trends, and products that aren't even on the market yet. But I've got the scoop. I also share special discounts and other recipes throughout the week. Again, only to my newsletter subscribers. This is not published anywhere else and cannot be found on my blog. I do not and never have shared any of your information. This is just another way to stay connected. So be sure you're in the know and subscribe to my weekly newsletters by going to littlesipper.com slash subscribe and enter your email. That's it. So pause this episode and go to L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R.com slash subscribe. Anxiety, insomnia affect nearly 70 million Americans every year. And research suggests sleep deprivation can actually cause anxiety disorders. But also, anxiety can cause sleep disorders. It's like the chicken or the egg, and it's a vicious cycle. I've personally struggled with both to the point where I was seriously contemplating medication. But before giving in to meds, I opted to try CBD, specifically NEDS. NEDS full-spectrum CBD tincture is certified 100% organic. It's outdoor grown and cold extracted, which means no harmful pesticides or chemicals are involved in the growing or extraction process, creating a pure, highly effective tincture full of all the cannabinoids without making you high. NED has been a part of my life for over two years strong because one, it actually helps, and two, NED is fully transparent about everything that goes into all their products. They do third-party lab testing in every batch and number each batch sold. Their slow, cold extraction process does take more time than other CBD companies, And they know that they may not be producing as much as fast as the other guys. But I personally prefer that over other brands that just want to pump out product left and right. That's what makes Ned truly different from all the rest. That's why I highly recommend Ned for anyone suffering with anxiety or sleep deprivation. It truly does work. Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code DIGEST. Go to helloned.com slash digest or enter code DIGEST at checkout. Hey guys, welcome back to the Digest This Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Cameron. And today we are talking about non-toxic cookware and what may seem like the obvious healthier choice may actually surprise you and are not so healthy as you may have thought. We purify our air, filter our water, scrutinize ingredient lists to ensure foods are chemical free. Sadly, a lot of that food gets cooked in pots and pans that are coated and treated with harsh chemicals that leach 
into our meals when heated. Dangerous mixtures of carcinogens, hormone blockers, and compounds that wreak havoc on our central nervous system. I take great measures to avoid putting anything in my body that I think could cause an imbalance. And cookware technically can go into our bodies if we are cooking with the wrong material. So today I'm going to break down the different types of materials commonly used, their harmful effects, and better alternatives. Now, let's talk about aluminum. Now, aluminum is the third most abundant mineral in the Earth's crust. It's in the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the soil we grow food in. Because of its accessibility and ease in manufacturing, it is one of the most widely used metals for making pots, pans, and many other types of cookware. Despite low price, the benefits of using aluminum cookware are far outweighed by the risks. Aluminum has been known to have many medical and psychological effects on the human body. In fact, aluminum is a known neurotoxin that researchers estimate inhibits more than 200 biologically important functions in your body. Additional studies link excessive aluminum exposure to Alzheimer's disease and dementia, while others have shown it to cause nervous system damage. Anodized aluminum cookware is treated with an acidic solution that changes the metal's properties. It becomes much easier to clean, can have a more non-stick quality, and supposedly doesn't cause leaching of aluminum into your food to the extent that regular aluminum does. Now, copper, copper cookware, due to its ability to heat quickly and evenly, has been a staple in the gourmet food service industry. It also looks amazing having a set of polished copper pots hanging in the kitchen. However, copper is extremely susceptible to leaching into foods, especially when exposed to acidic foods like tomato sauce. It is perfectly healthy for use to eat some copper, but being overexposed has been linked to the development of ulcers and even liver damage. Another term to look out for, and maybe the biggest term, is non-stick, which usually implies the use of Teflon. Polytetrafluorothylene is the laboratory name given to a synthetic compound discovered by DuPont Chemicals in 1938 and used for production of bearing seals and is found in everything from heat lamp bulbs to fabric softeners. Studies have linked the chemicals in Teflon with health concerns such as low birth weight, thyroid disease, kidney and testicular cancer, and harm children's immune system. PFOA is another nonstick chemical used in production of other nonstick coatings, including the manufacture of Teflon. This is used to manufacture carpet. It is dangerous, just like Teflon, and it has been linked to tons of serious medical problems, such as the development of tumors, neonatal death, and toxic effects on the immune system, liver, and endocrine system. 
PFOA also has a half-life of three years and our bodies are not capable of metabolizing it, meaning once it's in you, it's in you and it will be there causing problems for a very long time. Now let's talk about silicone. Now silicone as seemed to be a fairly newer material on the market, let's just say, um, silicone cookware seems like a great alternative to other nonstick options. And as we see manufacturers rush to claim that silicone is safe, there's not actually that much research on the safety of these products. One cause for concern is that there are huge variations in the quality of silicone cookware with cheap, low quality alternatives full of fillers and binders. So always make sure to get 100% food grade silicone if you are buying it. So you know that it won't release dangerous fumes or chemicals into your food when heated. The USDA looked at silicone in 1979 and deemed it safe. They haven't looked at it or conducted any follow-up research since. Also, in one study, very limited migration of contaminants was noted from silicone baking sheets or from the silicone nipples of infant bottles. Now, if all you want to do is make jellies, chocolates, ice cubes, or popsicles, then silicone molds can be fun and likely pose little risk of leaching siliconades into your food. Now, as long as you're not putting the silicone in the oven or the dishwasher, you're probably fine. Just remember to, quote, cure the silicone molds in the oven first and clean them thoroughly before using them for any culinary task. Curing is a process of baking them while clean and dry at 220 degrees for just two hours in order to burn off any chemical compounds it may have on it. This is an important step because many manufacturers skip this step and leave chemicals in their products that are susceptible to leaching directly into foods. Now let's talk about ceramic. Ceramic pots and pans are made of metal and coated with a nonstick material that has a ceramic base. This material is usually silicone. Keep in mind that items claiming they are made purely from ceramic aren't necessarily better. There are many kinds of glazes and the glaze used to seal the ceramic can leach unwanted materials such as heavy metals into our everyday foods. You get what you pay for, but even then there is no way to be completely sure. Some key advantages of glass cookware are that it responds well for most oven-based cooking. It does not react with acidic foods and safely stores all foods like leftovers and things like that. It is the best cookware slash food storage option because there are no adverse side effects from using glass. Another fun property of glass is that it's see-through. So it's easy to monitor and kids can watch stuff bake, which is always fun. <laughs> Oven-proof glass 
cooking pans are perfect for use in microwaves because they are efficient in slow cooking foods at low temperatures. Now, I'm not one to use a microwave, but I know many do. And so as long as it's tempered glass, the, uh, that typically is okay for a microwave. Now, glass utensils are dishwasher safe and non-porous, which makes soaking very effective in unraveling burned on foods. And we all have those burned on foods. (laughs) So expect cookware made of glass to last at least seven to 10 years when properly cared for. The major disadvantages of glass cookware is that it, yes, you thought of it, it breaks. The main drawback to glass cookware is that it does crack pretty easily um, if the glass is brittle, there is weakness, or if there are rapid changes in the temperature, such as going straight from the freezer to the oven or vice versa. Now, I do want to note that some types of ceramic enamel and glass cookware are made with lead in order to increase shock resistance and improve glossiness. So it is important to go with a trusted quality brand. Now, speaking of enamel, enamel cookware is great for applications when even heat distribution and retention is necessary. Enameled cast iron is the best, but enameled ceramic or steel are other great choices. It is the safest of all coating that even comes close to nonstick. Also, enamel provides a non-reactive cooking surface, so there is no way for it to contaminate food. This versatile material does take a little while to heat up, but once it does, it can actually be a lot easier to go from stovetop to oven. So these pots and pans are great for slow cooking and braising. The major downside of enamel cookware is it tends to be very expensive, particularly when made by a reputable brand. That said, high quality enameled pots and pans can be a worthwhile investment as they are extremely durable and will last for many years to come. Now, the good old stainless steel. This is another go-to in the kitchen for me um, to preserve foods natural flavors and avoid not natural flavors, but the nat- the actual natural flavor in a food, <laughs> not the chemical natural flavor, but to preserve the, the food's natural flavors and avoid chemical coatings, this uh, is the best metal option, stainless steel, uh, because it is non-porous and cannot absorb food particles. It is durable, conducts heat well, and distributes very evenly. Using cast iron is another good option to avoid leaching of toxic chemicals into your food. Cast iron pans do allow iron from the pan into the food and have even been recommended for people experiencing iron deficiency. Widely used and handed down for generations, it's durable, long-lasting, and requires minimal cleaning. Cast iron can be used on the stovetop as well as for baking in the oven and distributes heat very evenly. 
In order to achieve a nonstick surface on your cast iron pan, it is important that you season it correctly. To do this, simply coat your cast iron in coconut or olive oil and bake it at 350 degrees for an hour. When finished, remove the skillet, let cool, then wipe off the excess oil with paper towels. That's it. So when it comes time to think about replacing all of your cookware, there is a lot to think about. The expense, material, brand, and style. Even if we can't bring ourselves to replace our entire set of cookware, there are some good common sense approaches we can take. First thing you can do is to avoid some of the absorption of unwanted compounds. So storing your food after it's baked in other materials uh, is key. Now, unless you baked it in glass, that's okay. But if you cooked it in something else, you want to store your leftovers in a different type of Tupperware. Another tip is to avoid using metal and harsh utensils when you cook as they can scratch and compromise the surface of your pots and pans. Always minimize the amount of time your food is in contact with surfaces and always add a small amount of lubricants such as olive oil or coconut oil with any type of cookware to minimize the amount of metal that sticks to your food. Another tip is to obviously clean your pots and pans thoroughly after each use. And of course, replace cookware made of aluminum or non-stick if you can right away. In my opinion, it's best to invest in one or two high quality pots and pans, maybe one high quality pan and then one high quality pot and then just toss the rest because I mean, unless you're a family of 10 and maybe you are, but most people don't use a set of six different things all at once. So thankfully, you know, we typically the average home has four burners, five, sometimes six, but rarely are we using all six burners at the same time. So invest in one or two or three good quality stuff, throw the rest, the rest away, and then you can slowly build your pots and pans throughout the years. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends and family as well as in your own Instagram stories and tag me so I can see. And of course, I would love to hear your thoughts as you leave a podcast rating and review. By reviewing and rating the podcast, you are helping support what I do and getting this podcast out into more ears that could benefit from this information. Thanks all for joining. I appreciate all your love and support and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McComb. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.